Welcome to the Truth About ICD-10 podcast with tips and strategies to improve documentation, billing, and compliance as you transition to ICD-10. This is the ideal podcast for front desk, clinicians, and billers. For more information and to get your free ICD-10 book, please visit www.truthabouticd10.com. And now, your host and author of The Truth About ICD-10, Dr. Nitin Choda. Hi, everyone. Welcome to this edition of The Truth About ICD-10. Now, as we prepare for ICD-10, there are really three things that you need to keep in mind as you prepare to transition your practice to ICD-10. The first is you need to have the right systems. The second, you've got to have the right software. And the third, you've got to have the right people. Now, I believe that every single business, every single practice can improve with the right systems, the right software, and the right people. And that's pretty evident when you talk about ICD-10. Let's talk about systems. You want to identify who in your practice is involved in either the identification, the designation, or the supervision or the overseeing of ICD codes. Now, in most practices, that's the clinician because that's where the ICD codes originate. And then, of course, the biller and the coder review those codes. But the truth is, in some practices, the front desk, uh, you know, helps put that in, not not because they, you know, they conduct their own diagnosis or anything, but because they have they have guidelines, there's a, there's a certain workflow where the front desk becomes familiar or involved in the designation of the ICD code. So from a system standpoint, identify which staff members uh, are involved in the designation of ICD codes and then make sure that that particular staff member is now familiar with the corresponding ICD-10 code. It's really as simple as that. Again, the, the key with ICD-10 codes, the more specific, the better. Let me repeat, the more specific, the better. The specificity is really the most important thing with ICD-10 code. So we talked about systems. Now let's talk about software. Um, your software, whether it's your EMR software or your billing software, should not only provide some sort of a mapping tool, some sort of a cross-reference tool, but it should also provide you with multiple options for the ICD-10 codes. As far as ICD-10 codes are concerned, there's just so many of them, it's almost impossible to have a one-to-one mapping or between an ICD-9 and an ICD-10 code. For example, if there's an ICD-9 code for lumbago or low back pain, there's more than one corresponding ICD-10 code for that particular diagnosis. So as a clinician, you got to think back and say, oh, wait a minute, which is the most specific ICD-10 code that I can use uh, instead of the ICD-9 code 7242 that I've been using for so long, for so many years. So that's exactly where software can help you. Your software should be able to alert you, should be able to guide you as to which are the possible options. Now, obviously, software will not do the thinking for you. Software is supposed to make things easier. It's not, you know, it's it's uh, it's not going to replace clinical judgment, and neither should it. But your software should be able to guide you, and you need to start planning as a clinician right away to be able to pick the right ICD-10 codes. Now, and finally, people. 
um, your the clinician really is going to be the the person who uh, who needs to get the most familiar, become the most familiar with ICD-10 codes. But so does the biller and the coder. It's really important for billers and coders to understand ICD-10 codes. Um, and a good way to identify the corresponding ICD-10 code is to, you know, go online and find any mapping tool that lets you identify the corresponding ICD-10 codes. So I hope this was beneficial. Systems, software, and people to help transition your practice into ICD-10.